Well, guys, in what seemed to be the longest hiatus in which I wasn't sure I was coming back from, I'm finally here, back, giving you Undiagnosed every week. And I am so excited because it took me to be fully transparent a while to, towards the end of like season one, should we call it? Season one of Undiagnosed, I was getting a little like running out of ideas of what I wanted to talk about. And like, I was forcing myself to be creative and that's never a good mix of things. And I would get pissed off. And I needed to fall back in love with this podcast and distance makes the heart grow fonder because I missed it so much. And I'm so excited to be back. And I'm not sure if this is working because I'm doing this as a trial run for the first time, but I'm recording myself on Zoom right now. <laughs> we're working we're balling on a budget here in undiagnosed headquarters um so I'm gonna try and like do a video element now because I feel like video at least for me like if I like a podcast I like to just have a video up on like my desktop and my monitor while I work or like just throughout the day it's nice to look at someone again it's me so and I'm wearing a pink neon pink beanie because believe it or not my natural hair looked worse than this so that's kind of where I'm at um but I'm excited to be back recording. I have a lot of empty promises for this podcast that I'm making steps in the right direction towards. That's not only just merch, but it's also bringing on actual guests. I have a bunch of episodes written with some guests, so I'm very excited to have them in the studio and um, see if this video thing is working out. If not, <laughs> can't blame a bitch for trying. Am I right? So I'm I'm happy to be back and I hope that you'll all welcome me with open arms. Um updates on my life. Excuse me, just burnt. I didn't necessarily have to acknowledge that. But um I moved apartments. I'm further downtown and um I love it. I am in a big room. I live with two of my besties, Izzy and Mary, who are asleep right now. Sorry guys. And um sorry, that was actually really annoying of me but everything's good. The apartment's great. Um, there's a rooftop, you know, and I'm literally like two blocks from Freedom Tower, a couple blocks from Hudson River, two like amazing landmarks, very pretty. And I'm like, oh, Target just came out with Christmas candles. Start the fucking car. Call the Uber. There's only a limited supply of cranberry candles and I need them. Um, so I got a bunch and so I basically just go to Target. I hit Whole Foods like 15 times a day. Whole Foods is fucking the worst. It's just the worst, but I have to go because let me tell you, if you want to find a man, why did I just get set up? A man, you want to find a real beefcake, go to Whole Foods around, I'd say the sweet spots anytime from four to seven. These guys are, believe it or not, straight men seem to grocery shop. In my mind, Straight men are just one Chipotle bowl to the next, you know? Life is just existing in between Chipotle and wings for straight men, in my head. They're either at B-dubs or they're home just killing a burrito. Um, but the idea of someone being like, you know what, I'm heading down to the store, anyone need green onions? You know, I just don't see that happening in straight worlds. Again, I'm on the outside looking in, so I don't know. I'd love to have a straight man come on and ask him about groceries. I'd love to do that. Because I would make a list and I'd cross it with what they say. I have like 2% milk, like two things of chicken breasts, um, that weird pre-workout that has a, like a, a demon on it. And then like broccoli, like, like frozen broccoli that they just have to steam. You know, I think that you think they have paprika in their cart. 
No, that'd be Chris too gay. Nope, salt and pepper, that's it. Anything else is gay. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I think that that'd be interesting to talk to someone about. Um, I also think it'd be fun to do a series of like a gay versus, well, it doesn't have to be versus, but a gay and straight opinion about a lot of things in life, like talking about like the VMAs or talking about like world series. That's over. But the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, we could talk about that and who we think is going to win. Um, I think that stuff is fun. I like to do more. I want to do more segments. I think that more segments would be fun. So I'm digressing right now, but I wanted to talk first about something that exists in my building. And um, that's an equinox, guys. Yep. Mm -hmm. I recently learned that it's not pronounced ichone. Uh, I thought that that's just how fit people spoke just very elegant and like French. So I learned it was Equinox and I, I ended up becoming a member because we get a really sick discount. So like, I don't really have an excuse, you know? It's time to put my mind to my grind. You know, we're gonna pretend that that, you know, made sense. But I joined, it's, it's fucking nuts, guys. It's fucking nuts, everyone in there. Listen, I've said this before. I've compared my experiences at the gym feeling like I'm in the Hunger Games training room. This was worse. I was on set of American Ninja Warrior. They were throwing like bows and arrows and spears at the fat people. You know, I'm like, I got to get to the back. So they're, they're throwing knives at me. It's like a booby trap, Indiana Jones. Um, except I'm the boulder. <laughs> it's easy. It's easy jokes. I just make them. Get that sweet spot. I get that high. Um, Anyway, so I get to the back. I know I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, where are the girls? Where are the girls? You know, who, why am I the only one doing 12 through 30 right now? Guy next to me is running as fast as he can, as if someone had been chasing him with a knife. And the guy on the other side of me is bench pressing like 15 of the wait staff down at the Cheesecake Factory around the corner. They all came and, you know, it was part of the challenge, the Cheesecake Challenge, I'm assuming. But I was just trying to like listen to my glee covers of Queen songs and do my 12 through 30 at peace. No, you're never at peace. They're like weaving in but in and around you. It's like a little army people. I feel like I'm dodging lasers. They're so fit that I don't even know if it's appropriate that I approach them. You know, am I am I allowed to smile at them? Because you know, in the animal world, if you ever approach a chimp, you better not flash your teeth at him because that's a threat and they will start to get aggressive towards you. Am I allowed to do that to really in shape people? What's the best way to communicate with them? Because right now I kind of look, make eye contact, quickly glance away and run into a corner. You know, I don't know. I don't think they necessarily want to talk to me, but um, whatever, it's a lot of big deal. Um, but anyway, something that happens when you join Equinox that's out of the kindness of their heart is they give you a uh, personal training session, complimentary, completely complimentary. And I don't know how to like explain this in a way that isn't brutal and ruthless. I just pulled a hair out of my hat. It's not mine. <laughs> that's fun. But basically you meet up with one of the 12 or fucking Ocean's Eleven. They're like all in suits. They all are not even chiseled. They're moving statues. It's like if I was in Night at the Museum and the things I feared most in that museum were really fit people. They're alive and well. And I have to face one 
1v1. So I'm sweating bullets because I had to walk down the stairs to get to his office. And he's like, you know, tell me about your fitness goals. And I was like, well, I'd love to figure this out. <laughs> and he like wasn't smiling at all, you know? Like I was trying to crack jokes. This guy was just not having it. He was like, so do you eat often? And I was like, um, I'll take things I do every day for 500. <laughs> and he, like nothing, you know? I'm trying to just lighten the mood because I'm about to drop a bomb on him when I tell him how much Taco Bell I dropped in the order. We actually did talk about going out and he asked me if I could limit my going out nights from three to two. And I was like, no, because I'm 20 fucking three. I'm not 35 with two children and a golden retriever working six to 10 p.m. I am 23 and I don't have responsibilities right now. That kind of, I went off on a tangent there. It came from a real aggressive place, aggression, aggressive place. I don't know what I meant to do there. Um, but I was just like, no, sorry, babe. It isn't gonna happen. So let's, you know, let's meet in the middle here. You want me to get in shape? I want to lose weight and do as little work as possible. So he was like, all right, let me tell you a little bit about my fitness journey. And I was like, well, that doesn't seem necessary. You're a fit fitness trainer at Equinox. I can my let my imagination run wild. You were always hot, right? And then he was like, this was me in middle school, shows me a picture on his phone of like, like he was like the same amount of chiseled, like a six pack of abs. And he was like, just look at how scrawny I was. I was like, you're complaining about looking like that in middle school? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Did you have a gaping hole in between your front two teeth from your palate expander? Did you wear Volcom flat caps, Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirts and like neon green golf shorts to school? Did you? Where are your music videos that you recorded? Where's your Twitter account to Niall Horan? You wanna to talk to me about rough times in middle school i don't want to hear it i really don't want to hear it you look hot and you're still hot you want if i showed him pictures of me in middle school he'd be like is that ellen the generous no it's me it's just crazy it was so crazy in that moment i was like you son of a bitch and then he was like and this is me now and i was like well whoopty fucking do let me pull out the champagne because i'm so thrilled that you still maintained your physique I'm very thrilled for you. Now, can we get back to the reason I'm here? You know, he was like, well, what do you get from telling me this? Great, congrats, babe. Like, whoop-de-doo. It's so, it was so weird. And then he was like, okay, let's go do some exercises and stuff. And I was like, okay, like maybe I'll pick up on something and get to build my stamina. And we were just kind of like, he just had me like laying on the floor, taking measurements of my like shoulder blades. I was like, do you do this with everyone? Cause this feels pretty off the books as I'm like face down on the floor of an equinox. You know, that was a little weird to me. And he was like, okay, your left calf is about 14 inches or something. I was like, great dude. Okay. What was it? What were you going to do if I was unhappy with that number? Cut a chunk out. I was just like, it, it, it was just very weird to me. It didn't seem necessary, but you know, I did it and I'm happy that I, no, I'm not. I'm not happy that I did it. That was a complete waste of time. It was just like a sales pitch. He was like, you know, how much do you spend on a night out? I was like, quite frankly, I don't check because I can't live with myself when I find out how much it actually is. 
And I gave him a ballpark estimate. He's like, well, that's like one training session here. So you could just swap that night out for this. I was like, I could, I guess in some ulterior universe, not here, babe, not on earth, not while I'm still got my, both my eyes and my legs and arms and everything. I'm not doing that, you know? Like, yeah, I could swap out a night of going and drinking tequila sodas and somehow ending up at a jazz club performing Lady Gaga. But where's the fun? Where, what are the memories I'm going to tell my children? That time I sat on the leg press and caught a whiff of my undercarriage and almost fainted? <laughs> well, too real. Um... <laughs> Anyway, um, Equinox has been great. I've been really enjoying my time there. So, and you know what? A couple people have told me that I look good, which is always, it's always the people that never say you look good. And then you go to the gym and then they say you look good. And you're like, oh, I mean, I'll take a compliment. Mm -hmm. Like no one was telling me I look good right after my senior year when I had a crown of orange tips and looked like a doughboy. I mean, no one should have told me I looked good then, but it was definitely noted that no one did. No one saw those highlights and thought, what a great, what, you know, what good. Woo! Everyone was like, and there's, yeah, there's our highlights. Okay. Um, yeah, sure. Yep. That's kind of the reaction I got. What else? What else? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I have a story. And it's very funny, but it doesn't sound funny, but it is. So basically, same day I move into my apartment. I'm at an all-time high. I'm seeing one of my favorite bands that night, Muna, M-U-N-A, if you haven't listened to them, like, they're fucking fire. Uh, so I'm getting ready for that concert, and I'm meeting my friends at a bar. So I'm waiting for my Uber outside of my building, literally right outside my building. I hear like a scream from around the corner. So obviously I look that way because I heard a loud noise. This fucking random ass guy with like no shoes on, like stumbling, screaming, makes dead eye contact with me. It was like Squid Game. When that singing bitch turns around and shoots you down, we locked eyes and I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> I'm done. So he starts charging at me and he's calling me slurs. And listen, if I'm gonna be real with y'all, I was wearing a Britney Spears shirt. <laughs> I did look a little gay, you know, maybe in a different tone that would have been a compliment. <laughs> so I'm like freaking, I'm not freaking out yet. Cause I was like, whatever, if this gets to a fist fight, like I feel confident that I can hold my own. Um, and I was completely sober at this point. Usually that comes out when I've had like a tequila soda and I'm like, biggest guy in the club, let's do an Oklahoma drill right now. But it was like, he's always charging at me. And I was like, fuck, where's my mace? I think I had left it in my apartment before I went out to the concert because I didn't know if I could bring it in. Otherwise I would have maced that motherfucker to the ground, into the sewers, into the gosh darn sewers. Probably would have, you know, taking me a little bit to figure out how to do it though. So maybe in those, in that period, I would have still been a victim here. But so he gets in my face and he's like saying all these things. And I was like, just giving him a side eye. Cause I don't, I was so caught off guard. 
by the whole thing. So I walk over to this couple, the guy's following me, and I'm looking at the couple like, hi. <laughs> just be my pal here having a disagreement. I just want to break this up. And they just looked away. And I was like, oh, excuse me. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, we're just going to let this happen? Sure. So I'm like, okay, it's mano y mano. I turned to him and I said, you have to get the fuck away from me. <laughs> like trying to sound tough, my voice was breathing. You have to leave me alone right now or I'm going to hurt you. Um, Gets a little too close. And then he just struck the side of my face like just struck it and I literally was like <laughs> I almost I think I laughed because I was like that just happened and then something like a, like a nerve switched to my head and my eyes like like I think my eyes rolled back and rolled back red because the look I gave him and I took whatsapp he darted across the street darted silent I like I was ready to, I think I could have lifted a car there I could have lifted a fucking Toyota and thrown it at this motherfucker and you know what it rained the next day oops because <laughs> Kama is my boyfriend. <sighs> yeah. It was one of those moments where you're like, in New York. You know, it's like, it's such an amazing place to live. And then everyone has those experiences where you're like, why do we, um, why do we do this? You know, why? And then you have a night like I had that night where I saw my favorite bands in this amazing venue. It was like a very small venue. I was with my friends. The drinks were great. The vibes were amazing. And I was like, this is why I want to live here. Because nights like these are like the most incredible nights ever when you're young and in your 20s. Sure, you'll get hit by a homeless man along the way, but it's fucking great. It's a great time to be alive, I feel like. Well, <laughs> I don't like, I just mean like in terms of like, mm, how do I phrase this? Like, there's a lot of shit still. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like skipping around like the heels. No, I'm still pissed off all the time. And I still think that there's so much that I hate, but there are so many good things too. And so I'm going to do a new thing at the end of each episode. I don't know what time I'm at, but you know what, guys? I recorded this whole thing right before this and I just deleted. So I'm I, I'm not gonna try and make it the same as it once was. This one's actually been better. But I wanna do a new thing at the end of each episode where we have a diagnosis. My diagnosis for the since I last saw you was restlessness, I think. I think I was just too, okay, what's next? What's next? I moved into my apartment. I got punched by a homeless man, you know? <laughs> two big milestones. And then you like think about what's next instead of just being like, today's a fun day. You know, it's not, what am I? I keep moving my arms. Like I'm fucking directing a music orchestra. Sorry, if you're um, just listening, you can't see, but I keep waving my arms. I guess it's the Jersey Italian in me, you know? Cugina. Um, Don't know what that means. But again, with the restlessness. Also my ADHD has been pretty off. Uh, can you tell? <laughs> So I think the restlessness has something to do with um, not being medicated for that yet. Work in progress. But yeah, I think I've been restless. I've been waiting for the next thing instead of just living in the moment. So that's the diagnosis. And then here's the prescri prescription. I guess, yeah, that works, sure. Yeah, I plan all my episodes. <laughs> the prescription that I'm gonna give myself is just like taking it slow 
and like just like doing like each day not being like okay this weekend's booked okay what do we have that weekend also i want to do a trip here also i want to do that whatever that stuff will happen naturally and organically i'll organically book a one-way ticket to disneyland paris we have seen that happen and it most likely will happen again so why not just watch a movie sit in bed do nothing (laughs) me me motivating myself just do nothing honestly no i think it's just living day by day instead of getting focused on okay we have this in two weeks and then tomorrow and i miss like you know nothing just cancel all deadlines and don't pay attention to anything um that's not the point just you know i don't know i don't i don't fucking know figure it out that i said a lot back there just piece something together um but yeah that's gonna conclude this week's episode thank you for either watching if this is working and online or listening in it's very good to be back and i will see you next tuesday